0: As the day the proudest, most noble man they ever knew finally fell. For those who loved him, one who would call him husband, one who would be his pal, and for those who would call him son, this is the darkest day they could ever imagine. They raised him to be a hero, to know the value of sacrifice, to know the value of life. And for those who served with Superman and the protection of all life comes the shock of failure, the weight of being too late. help we we didn't make it in time he must survive it cannot end like this but it will for the city to live a man had given his all and more please hang on the paramedics will be here any second please doomsday is he is he you stopped him you saved us all now relax until, but it's too late, for this is the day that a Superman died. Superman 75 from January 1993, DC Comics by Dan Jurgens and Brett Breeding. And you are listening to Heroes Homebase Podcast, episode 45. Hey, what's going on guys? This is Rich. This is Mark. This is Rob. Episode 45, boys. How are you? How's How's everybody been?
1: I'm excellent, thanks. It's definitely summertime. This week has been a lot cooler, but it's definitely summer in the city and things are starting to get back to normal. The trains are definitely back to normal. They're packed.
0: Yeah, I think the last time we recorded, we were talking about mask mandates being lifted, but it's like hundred percent lifted here in columbus minus any businesses that so choose to still do their own thing yeah i've uh, been back in the grocery store uh for the first time in a year and a half without a mask it feels kind of weird i think it feels amazing my my uh, my secret identity has been revealed to the world I'm not complaining. It just feels very weird. I feel naked. I guess. I feel naked without your grocery store girlfriend. My grocery store girlfriend and I are breaking up. Oh man. I do have to keep wearing a mask at work though, since it's in the hospital. So I do have to remember that I'm not wearing a mask when I'm when I'm looking at somebody and going, "What the f- are you doing?" You know. Now I got to be careful because they can actually see me saying that. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Or Mark, I'm sure you give people all kinds of crazy faces now. I don't know, Mark. Your eyes tell it all.
1: Well, I, I don't hide my face or my tongue, mask on or off. I'm just gonna be looking like you're like you're crazy anyway. You? <laughs> <laughs> on or off? What? Well, I mean, I don't give up. Well, I mean, I go just like this.
0: <laughs> your facial expression matches my intro. Man. Well, so let's catch up a little bit uh, since we last spoke. What's new in uh, your world, Mark? Uh, Rob. Me, I'm just working, 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 and uh, trying to stay sane. I need some vacation time coming up, man, but just trying to stay awake.
1: <laughs> well, a lot's been going on with me. I happen to, I we can call me comic book quitter Mark because I quit Batman Catwoman. I quit Heroes Reborn because they I don't like those books. Batman Catwoman, and we're know, gonna talk
0: about Batman Catwoman
1: today, weren't we? We could talk about it, but I quit. Y'all could talk about it. But I quit the book because I just can't deal with the story. Tom King um is not the king, um, <laughs> not the king. Um, I do, I love the covers. Obviously, Jim Lee's doing the covers. I love the covers. If he were doing the interiors, Jim Lee I is would, doing
0: variant covers.
1: Variant variant covers. If he were doing the interiors, I would buy it and I don't push know Why
0: through. you think Clayman's artwork sucks? Because I think it's really it doesn't
1: tough. suck, but it's just not enough. For for me to keep me heroes reborn i've already been reborn back in 1998 um that's enough for me so i quit those books mark really I, quit
0: because of the covers yeah right 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 mm-hmm.
1: um loki started started yeah. the first episode of loki that definitely is a, definitely very much an introduction episode um about what the tva is time variance authority so it's a great introduction episode um i thought everybody was well owen wilson and tom hiddleston you know they did great 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 um acting performances i like it um it's about an hour for about 40 to 50 minutes i believe the episode is yeah. um that's going on um what else oh i got my uh nycc fan verification at first it didn't get it yeah let's it was- uh
0: hold on we'll hold off uh, rob anything new with you and we'll, we'll start talking about that yeah. um nothing new i mean i'm I'm getting a little burned at work. I've done the math in my head and I think I've taken like three legit vacation days in over a year and a month. Yeah. So I'm uh I'm past due for some vacation. Yeah. Um I I do have to say it sucks I, being I, essential, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't know. I just I I'm not used to I'm not wired to do mental health treatment the way that we're doing it it's just draining but um i think i need to pick up some books from from you rich because i started reading some uh non-work-related reading and it's just been nice (laughs) picked up a stephen king book at the grocery store last weekend and i don't know just enjoying not reading work-related stuff um in terms of comic book stuff nothing real new to update that's good man well Mark, uh, let's swing it back around. Uh, let's circle back around to Mr. Mazik, and uh, let's talk New York City Comic Con, man. Go.
1: Well, NYCC is back on this year after being canceled for last year due to COVID, but it's I back on I know we
0: touched on it. We weren't sure last episode, right? We, were, right? we got the emails, but go ahead. What do you got?
1: But I, at first, I did not get my fan verification for this year but then i we talked and we decided that i would email them and they emailed me back this afternoon we sent the van fan verification so now i got the i completed it i got it and now i get the i'll get the link to purchase the tickets on july 11th okay so
0: we're gonna go off the cuff here can you pull that email up and read it the details of it so people know if you've never been to a a big time convention obviously you may not be able to get going this year because obviously I want Mark to read this email but god it's gonna be so nice if we can go (laughs) that's all I'm gonna say
1: Okay. if you had a dollar every time someone on social media asked us when NYCC badges were going on sale we could probably fill the Javits Center with refurbished Furbies as much as that (laughs) would entertain our (laughs) event director we thought it would be easier to finally give you an update like you, we're so excited NYCC to return in person in 2021. In order to do this safely, we have reduced attendance and badges will be limited. As a result, mm. the purchase process for N- of NYCC 2021 badges will be different this year. In order to allow the max amount of fans safely into the building, we have removed our four-day badges and moved to single-day badges only. Man, Don't people worry, we be pissed about that. as soon as we can. At this time, badges to NYCC 2021 will only be available for purchase by you, our legacy fans who were fan verified in 2019, and for fans who sign up for the Metaverse Superfan membership. Important dates to mark on your calendars are Friday, June 11th, for fan verification rollover. Which was this
0: past Friday.
1: July 11th at 10 a.m. On Friday, June 11th, you'll receive an email in your inbox from ShowClicks to confirm or update your fan verification account info for 2021. This is critical for us if you've moved in the last year or two, so please take the time to update your information. If you choose not to confirm or update your info, your fan verification account will automatically roll over with the 20. With the info from 2019, July 11th, 2021 at 10 AM, the NYCC fan verification online sale is available to folks who were fan verified in 2019 only.
0: All right. So all of us got our fan verification emails, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. You didn't.
1: (laughs) I didn't, but then I emailed them and they emailed me back today and they sent me, reset me the link.
0: Nice. So let me see if I understand this. So if somebody who's never been, can we buy it for them? I believe that the rules state that somebody who's fan verified can purchase the tickets from the queue, and then they have to automatically, obviously you have to assign them to other people. Um, so I believe when you assign it to an email address and it's identified as somebody who's not fan verified, they then will get a link to fan verify themselves. I believe let's, that's let's what, play a hypothetical. Out I believe so, that's what the process is. Okay, so let's let's just play this out. So let's say I want to invite Dr. Doug to NYCC and he obviously did not go in 2019. So I grab him a single day badge in the queue. I will assign it to his email. He's not fan verified, but because it's assigned to his email, it will send him a link to be fan verified. I believe that is the process in which it would work. Yes. Obviously he can't, he's not going to have a link to go buy tickets he has to get it purchased from somebody who's already verified correct that's the kicker that's the kicker as uh any listener who's ever gone through this process like new york did this what back in what 16 mark or 15 when you started the fan verification process yeah and realistically it sounds like a pain in the ass and it kind of is but it's realistically supposed to be so scalpers can't just buy up all the tickets and overcharge people for them. So it's a, it's, they're trying to be secured and fair and all that other shit, but people don't read emails. People don't read instructions. People can't read in general. So it's just like a giant mess. Like, what do you mean I have to be fan verified to buy tickets? Uh, Blah, 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 blah. So, so I guess for me, I'm, I'm confused as to how this actually limits capacity unless they are just not going to have the same number of badges available i don't i guess i don't see how that's eliminating the, that's the how i look at it i just gonna, don't think do they're going to have the same amount of badges i think they're going to decrease the the amount of badges that they're going to put on sale i don't even think it it reaches like a general public or a general first time fan verify i don't even none of the emails that i've read says that they're even going to open up fan verification for new people you unless know unless you I, unless like what we just played out right so It sounds like it's it's going to be the pre-sale again for people that were fan verified Mm -hmm. to even get to early access. Because I remember in years past, it was if you were fan verified, we're going to give you like, what was it? Two weeks before they go on sale to the general public to buy your badges. Mm -hmm. And then the remainder would go to the the first time fan verified people. So So
1: we all, the three of us, uh, Robert, can you come?
0: I'm shooting for it. I think it's, I'm about 92% sure that I'll come.
1: So. Okay, so do you think you can get Monday off? Because Rich has Monday Monday and Tuesday off, but he's going to try and get Saturday off because he says he only has one day left.
0: Yeah, my my plan would be is if I do go, with it being on a weekend, that I don't have to do vacation, but I would definitely try to take the following Monday off. I just want to do a it. podcast recording live from Mark's apartment after post New York City Comic Con, man. I just... I, I need a con in my life. I think we so should do a little a little snippet before, a little snippet during, and a little snippet after. Oh, absolutely. I'll f- uh, Mark will be on the streets f- f- interviewing people for sure.
1: <laughs> so do you think that we could... you think you'll leave on Monday? Because I just want you guys here. I just want you guys to be here for a long time.
0: We could discuss that after the show. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so, it, yeah. It would be nice that if we could have spent a couple more days in the city with you and go see Ming and Mike and do a podcast recording, that would have been cool.
1: Oh my God. You've got to see a shared universe studio. Oh my God. Well, you've got to see that studio. It's either that or go to the Midtown store. Midtown is just much easier to get to. (laughs) It's just right in Queens. How
0: much is, how long is the train ride to Jersey? Hour and a half. Hour and a half.
1: Then a 10 minute car ride there.
0: I can't remember how much was the train ticket to get out there.
1: 32. I could rent a car and drive us.
0: I would go see the studio and want to record an episode when we got to be. So
1: if, if we, if we, so, so a con ends at seven, we get home, we rest Sunday, we get up, go grab breakfast, rent, I'll rent a car. I'll pay for it. We'll drive down, record, see it, drive back. We could go to Midtown, come back home. An hour or two later, you guys get on the plane and leave. Shit
0: uh so yeah what else you got mark i know i kind of cut your uh what was going on with you in half and we kind of wanted i kind of wanted to focus on this a little bit but hopefully we're all going to new york city comic-con this year and hopefully we'll have an update uh next month when they go on sale
1: fingers crossed everybody
0: fingers crossed So we
1: found so now the what was just released is the masters of the universe trailer like mm-hmm. from kevin smith that looks awesome yeah i did you guys see it
0: i did not see it yet
1: yeah look it up it's really good it's very clean very much true to the story very much like the original everything is the like so is the
0: animation almost like uh the animation of old but they're just doing it really spiced up and clean right okay
1: um so it's
0: a traditional animation to pay homage to the original show yes okay good
1: um as, as a as purist, like, I like that. As far as like news, also is um, Issa Rae is going to be voicing the character Jessica Drew, uh, aka Spider Woman, in the Spider Man Into the Spider Verse two. Okay. Nice. Nice. So she, so we'll be seeing Jessica Drew, Spider Woman, the original Spider Woman, on screen. So that's very exciting. Nice. Um, also, Jamila Jamil is cast as Titania in the She-Hulk show. Okay which I believe is, I don't know if it's filming yet, but um, cool. they're saying Jamil. it's Jamila. She's an Jamila. actress. Jamila, okay. Jamila, I forgot what show she's from. Uh, check her out, look her up real quick if you can. Um, but she's she'll be playing Titanium um, in the new She-Hulk show. So I'm really excited to see it. Um, I've always loved She-Hulk. They're saying it's a drama comedy. So I'm getting like this Ally McBeal vibe. Oh, Lord. Which,
0: oh Jesus.
1: I hope it's not because she's a lawyer. You know, I know you're an Holly McBeal fan, Mark, but I am not. <laughs> I've never seen one episode of that show. Ally McBeal. Um, what else? But that's all the news that I've got. And I already to just we saw Loki, Loki's out now. So yeah.
0: Yeah, I need to catch up on that. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, so uh Rich's pull this episode. Uh let's go over some of the stuff. So clearly mark is completely checked out of heroes reborn but i have, yeah. i have heroes reborn 3 4 uh, 5 and 6 i i am i have read up to issue 5 i haven't read issue 5 but so i've up to issue 4 uh, it's kind of losing me a little bit uh, maybe because i decided not to buy all the uh, the additional books that go with it but so far it's it's not bad uh, it's not as bad as Mark would uh, lead you to believe. As a new book, uh, what else was in my poll? Uh, Swamp Thing number four. I f-ing love this book, man. Like this is really good. Anybody who's a fan of Swamp Thing, I think they should definitely check this book out. Even though it's a it's a mini series, uh, I'm disappointed that it's not going to continue on. Uh, Batman the Detective number three. Mr. Andy Kubert's artwork is you know. The same. I have Detective 1036. I might have said that on the last episode, but I have 1037 also. And uh it's it's really, really good. Rorschach number eight came out. No, wait a minute. Number nine came out, and I know number eight, I was lost. Like Mark said, Mr. King is not the king. But this issue was a lot better. So three more issues to go on this, and we can call it. Call it the end or whatever. Batman 109, really, really good, man. Uh, Humanez's artwork in this is just phenomenal. I know I said that last time with the Miracle Molly issue 108, but like, dude, like if you're not checking out Batman, if you're a DC guy, like this title is so good right now because Tinian's writing it. Humanez's artwork is just, it's just beautiful. I, I Mark couldn't even shoot this book down. If you would just pick it up and read it, but that'll be in twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, Justice League: The Last Ride Number Two. This book, again, I know the last episode I talked about issue number one. Hopefully, Rob has read it. I have read it. I thought it was good. Oh, man, this Mark, like, dude, Chip Zdarsky has to be in like my top five uh, writers right now. Like, this book is badass. And it's only issue two. I'm not going to spoil it because Rob hasn't read it yet. But, man, I would really like to get this. Maybe we could go halfway, like, through issue six. And then we could review it in detail on the show. Because, man, it's really good. And, Mark, I think you would even like it. Like, Chip Zdarsky's a mostly a Marvel writer. And now he's writing this Justice League book. And, God, like... And uh, I follow... I know I've said this before, but I follow World's Greatest Comics on Facebook, and I always watch his uh, review or, or reveal of what's coming out on uh, Comic Book Wednesday, New Comic Book Wednesday, and this is the book that he recommended that everybody read. So I can't, I, I, I'm serious, like I can't speak highly enough about this, and, and it's only issue two, so it's not like I like it that much. It's really, really good. The artwork, holy shit. It is top notch. Really, really good artwork. What else do I have? The nice house on the lake. I know I dropped this one on the last episode, uh, James Tinian writing this new horror book. It's really the first episode first issue. I don't know how many it's gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be 12 issues or 10, maybe, but man, is it creepy and it, the artwork is amazing. And um again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Pass it to my partners on this show to read it, and then we could probably review it. And it's it's really good. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's something that it almost goes back to what we talked about like way back when, where it's just nice to see what the comic book medium can bring other than superheroes. And it really, 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 like I, I've talked about Tiny and Something's Killing the Children. Like there's just other books out there that are really, really good and compelling and really good storytelling. And it has nothing to do with superheroes. This is definitely one of them. This is a Black Label book from DC. I would have said it it sounded like an independent book almost like a Boom Studio or an Aftershock book. Like, it was awesome. And I got issue number five of Batman Catwoman. And uh, I don't know if Mr. Mazik read this or not. And I know we usually talk about it on the show. And I, I really wanted to get away from an ish, an episode of, uh, you know, a podcast episode without talking about Tom King. But this book sucks, okay? Like, I hate it. I'm, I'm, I'm with Mark. Like, I'm done. This is issue five okay and just what the like we, we, we finally get we, we finally get an interaction between selena and the phantom or phantom i say it every fing time the phantasm and it's just it's just what the fi i don't i don't i don't fing care I'll, i will continue to read it and hopefully it surprises me but why do i always have to say hopefully it'll surprise me hopefully i'll like it
1: do you know how amazing it would have been if jeff Loeb and jim lead would have done this like if they would have picked up 20 years later after hush or some shit you know what i'm saying could you imagine i'm just on the hush all just, his
0: uh all his uh batman family now is going through that lens yeah just, okay could you imagine i'm just tired of the leash that Tom King is getting with this DC universe in these, in this Batman, he was kicked off Batman. So we let him keep going with these stories. I'm trying to get in the benefit of the doubt. And I'm just f-ing tired of his f-ing writing style. Like I'm over it. Why? Like give him something else. He did a nice job on Mr. Miracle. Give him something else. He's done writing Batman, dude. Like, this would have been a cool story. It's like he's like, Oh, I, you're going to take me off the Batman book, but man, I've, I've got a really cool, compelling Batman Catwoman book that I could do, like on the side, man. Let me do that. And then they do it in issue five, and I just want to shoot myself. <sighs> okay, Tom. So Tom- I'm, I'm hearing you Tom, really- this has been the Tom King rant of episode 45. I'm just so what I'm hearing him. is Rich would like to meet Tom King at New York Comic Con. No, I wouldn't because I'd be like, You. F- ruin ruined batman for over a year and a half almost two years and now you just keep perpetuating this crap rorschach is so i, I guarantee you rorschach is gonna end in three issues and i'm gonna be like wow i'm glad i've f- wasted my money and my time reading this book whatever so i i don't know i'm not saying he's not a talented guy because clearly he knows how to write shit but i just i am not not f- digging his shit i'm tired of talking about him so i guess we could go ahead and say that we're done talking about batman catwoman that's really sad considering it's only issue five of 12 but i'm i'm it's almost when a comic book feels like a chore to read that's that's a problem to me
1: i get an attitude like when
0: i'm i I, supposed to be enjoying this i'm supposed to love it i'm supposed to get into it like clay man i know you think i know you don't think that Clayman's artwork is at the same level as Jim Lee. Not very many people is. I think Clayman's artwork is the only reason that I want to read the book. Yeah, I I like it. I like his artwork. I'm just... God. Like, dude, seriously. And I, I, I know a lot of people like Tom King. Some of the other podcasts that I listen to, they can't stand what the hell he did to Batman. Like, it got to the point where they were about to just stop talking about the book. And I just feel like I'm at that point now. So... Uh, rant over. I'm done talking about Tom King. And like to reference Mark's previous comment, no, he is not the king. I did read the Milestone Comics uh, one shot or zero shot or whatever they called it. Uh, highly recommend that one as well. Check that out. Uh, so hopefully, Hardwire, Static Shock, Icon, all those all those comics are going to come back, and uh, I will definitely check out some of them. So moving on to that was Rich's poll. For episode 45, thanks for listening to that ending rant. Um, But uh, I got a text from Matthew Klickstein the other day. The um, Comic-Con Begins is, in fact, a podcast, Mm. not a video or a movie. It is a podcast. So he said, full trailer for Comic-Con Begins six-part series about history of con and fandom is now up. Show launches on June twenty second. Free to subscribe. Feel free to spread word if you can, and uh, I'll send the link out. And I'll uh, I might even attach the link to the podcast in uh, our show description on um, iTunes and Spotify. Um, but it's like a it's probably like a five minute preview. Uh, so it's going to be a podcast. So definitely subscribe to that. Starting was, did that vision change or was it always a podcast? I believe it must have always been a podcast and I just didn't know that or I was too dumb to ask him. So yeah, it was, uh, it, it, I think this is going to be badass. So it's going to have all kinds. He's going to have the Russo brothers on it. He's going to have Kevin Smith on it. He's going to have, uh, I believe uh, Neil Gaiman on it. He's just about all these people and their con experiences and some of their favorite memories and stuff like that. So if you listen to the preview of the show, like definitely check it out. Like you'll get all that. So I think that's kind of appropriate since we just talk about New York city comic-con. And uh, it sounds like it's going to be a really, really cool show. So, yeah. And he says he would love to come back on our show to talk about it, the experience, meeting all the people, and uh, doing the interviews and stuff like that. So definitely think we could I do that. I wonder if it's getting him a little uh, inspired to write more comics. I hope so, dude. I really do. When I told him, I was really hoping he'd have something again in the, in the comic book world. I, I really did mean it. You are Obsolete was a definite cool ass independent book and it was a surprise for sure so that ends rich's poll for the episode and the additional news that i had to talk about so so rich what's going on with jeff smith it sounds like he had a kickstarter for tukey yes so jeff smith's third project so he did bone obviously he did rassle and then he did tukey tukey was uh i believe you and i picked up the first couple or at least i did first couple issues when he had it published but it was originally an online project that he did and uh he did a kickstarter to have it republished and printed and um set up i think their goal was something like $20,000 um and they had a bunch of stretch goals so you got all these uh bone prints like so there were four stretch goals i don't know if you guys have ever done like a kickstarter and stuff like that or volunteered for it um so, you, you once you reach a goal, you get everybody gets a, a, a stretch goal prize or whatever. Um, but he ended up wrapping this thing, all four stretch goals were made. His request, it might have been, I, I mean, I could pull up the email. Hold on a minute, hold on a second. I, I have it, it's just not loading right now. Oh, here we go. All right, so I can't find it. So, anyway, all four stretch goals were made, and I think he was seeking like 20000 and made over $200,000. Holy crap. Yeah. So, um, I think I pledged like the $40 package, so I'm going to get both of those books Um, and can't wait. Obviously, the four prints and stuff like that and um, Comic-Con at home for the San Diego thing. I'm going to be working with his crew again and hopefully he'll have more information on that project and I know that they sent towards the end of the campaign, he had sent everything to the printer and everything was getting ready to go or the publisher and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, so Tukey, and then uh, hopefully he'll have uh, some more updates on Bone Netflix here pretty soon so it's got some chills I, i'm just thinking about a fireside chat with clickstein and jeff smith at the same outing man that'd be <laughs> awesome i did just talk to subject subject line herb i uh grabbed a quick uh drink with him uh today and he finished the bible uh bone book he finished the whole whole series and he was just blown away loved it um would love to reread it again or get, get his own copy of it. So might have to make that happen while his comic con at home is open. Um, Um, speaking of bone, um, so Jensen is way more fluent at reading. And, uh, so I remember on previous episodes, we, we finished bone during the early days of the pandemic. So about a year, a year ago, we, we finished it. Um, I think we're going to reread it and we're going to do it like a play like he's going to read certain characters and i'm going to read certain characters because he can read it now so nice i think that'll nice. just be kind of a cool little uh cool little take i so like I it I'll, i think i'll bust out the bible since we did all the scholastic individual books last time so it'll be pretty yeah. cool <laughs> becky's like i don't know if he can hold that <laughs> mm. it's really heavy for sure so that'll be a cool little project keep him reading over the summer you know what i'm saying absolutely mark (laughs) do we got any updates on uh the batman flick
1: no nor the batman podcast that i'm just searching for every day that i can't wait for it to come out batman buried unburied yeah um no dates on that but uh no no new information on the batman movie no
0: yeah i keep seeing like you know fandom previews official next preview and it's like no it's not that's a scene from the dark knight right did you guys watch long
1: halloween no
0: i haven't i haven't watched it yet have you i haven't no i haven't i need to check it out i love that book Uh, okay going back to the con conversation real quick what is everybody looking for obviously i know you'll be looking for 608 and the remainder how many more issues do you need for that complete set three and i haven't been i haven't read the ones that i bought because i just kind of want to read it in order yeah what do you what what all do you need 608 nine
1: and ten 6.08, 6.9, and 6.12. You'll find it easily. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of what you're going to pay for it. And I found out why the X-Men number 94, the reason why that book is like $2,400. The reason why is because I thought it was, now mind you, that's the first issue, the very first issue where Professor X starts having visions of the Shi'ar Empire with Lalandra. So that's a very inkling of the Phoenix Saga. And every issue up until then, he's has this panels of him having dreams of the Shi'ar Empire. Well, the reason why that is a, that issue ninety four is so expensive is because that's I believe from what I understood that's right after Giants as X Men number one, oh, so yeah. that's where the new team Colossus, Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Storm. That's their first full issue issue, not a giant size. That's why that book is so f- expensive. Because I wanted to get the book, because that was the very first beginning of the fien- of, of him having uh, dreams and premonitions and shit. No, I don't know if I'll ever be able to get that book. I would lo- also like to get <laughs> Fantastic Four number ninety four, the very fi- the very first appearance of Agatha Harkness, which we saw on Wandavision, which I tried to find, and the next <laughs> week that shit was two hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> up from thirty. I will not be buying it. At it.
0: I follow a lot of uh, comic book groups on Facebook. And a lot of sellers and a lot of private groups, and you know, there a lot of people are speculating on what's going to be hot and when to sell this and when to sell that. And somebody had somebody posted uh, Wizard Number One, Uh and like some of the contents in Wizard Number One was uh, like key issues. And I think they had they they definitely had uh, your giant size X Men comment made me think of this. They had giant size X Men in Wizard One, and the value I think it was like. $150 is what they said it was. I'm like, God damn, that book now is like what?
1: $900. Yeah. Something.
0: Mm -hmm. something. If you can get a good quality
1: one, man. Yeah. What What, what year did, did it come out? 93? I have to look that up. There was one issue of Wizard that I wanted to get right when i was going to go meet george perez it was an issue of his his avengers on it but i didn't get it i could have bought it but i don't know what issue of wizard that was but i really wanted it because i wanted him to sign it but well
0: i just remember you wanted to get a wizard because you wanted one of the uh, avenger
1: membership cards that came with it <laughs> i'm so mad you guys got it i didn't <laughs> it's like, you don't even like the avengers give me the damn card
0: where is that card i don't know
1: this which is why i should have you should have given it to me because i would still have that shit <laughs> in my wallet
0: Mark probably stole it. It's probably, I in probably did. right now.
1: I should have stolen it. It reminds me of that episode of Big Bang Theory. He's like, You got your
0: J your Justice League of America card in there. He's like, oh, Of course I do.
1: <laughs> I would carry around my Avengers ID card. F- yes, I would. Shit. Yeah. What's your what's your Avengers
0: name? I don't have one. <laughs> we talking about it be Mr. Masek. Mr. Masek. The Mysteria. What's his power? He throws shade with his eyes at you. <laughs> <laughs> he I'll will tell you tea. that then, your f-ing comic book sucks and has the wrong type of paper. And then when he's he like, doesn't, like he just he's says, The IRS stupid. of comic collecting, he goes in and be like, Nah, I'm no. you a, you're going to fail this audit. The paper's all wrong.
1: The paper's wrong. The drawing is wrong. The writing is wrong. This is all wrong. So, <laughs> being audited. <laughs> You're being audited. Oh,
0: good. You'd be shit. like, here's a Detective 27. He's like, nope, that's newspaper, baby. Nope. Nope. Mm. I don't care if it's 1939. Nope. Well, hopefully in uh, the next couple episodes, we'll have uh, some more people lined up for uh, home-based communications, and uh, we'll have some updates with some of our past guests and stuff like that, like we already referenced. So uh, do we want to do uh, who would win? Whose turn is it? Because it's not mine.
1: I think it's Rob's. <sighs> <sighs> shit. shit. <laughs> shit
0: because uh nobody sent in one so it's all you rob no pressure ready when you are with your pick way to be prepared rob way to be prepared i i i'm not prepared elongated man okay versus plastic man Ooh. all right so we got um elongated man is ralph dibney let's see first appearance was flash Uh, first series number 112 that would have been may of 1960 he's been around for a minute would you like to know his height and weight 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 uh so so i've got ralph william ralph dibney metahuman justice league doom patrol black lantern corps secret six justice league europe superior deductive reasoning finite ability to shape his body Elasticity, enhanced agility, and uh, greatly enhanced durability, and talented chemist. Yep, he consumed a. It says a gin gold extract every few days renders him super elasticity and stretch. So he was in Flash One Twelve back in uh, February twenty fifth of nineteen sixty. Yeah. So we got Plastic Man, Eel O'Brien. He is actually significantly older. Uh, first appearance was police comics. Number one, August, 1941 this Dude's almost as old as Batman. Um, let's see capable of stretching every atom in his body into any shape he wishes. He is seemingly unbreakable and has shape changing is limited only by his own overactive imagination also has a interesting sense of humor yes he does yeah he i i always when i would read him when he was in the justice league i was like like this is what it'd be like to have jim carrey on the justice League. yeah seriously uh team affiliations i've got federal bureau of investigations national bureau of investigations justice league justice league of anarchy all-star squadron freedom fighters elastic four <laughs> secret six and uh the terrifics uh let's see superhuman elasticity plasticity malleability Resiliency, durability, and agility. Wow, that's just a whole lot of illities. <laughs> so, regenerative healing factor, shape shifting, immune to telepathy, and vulnerability and immortality. Immortality is key to his abilities here. So I go
1: for, de- I go for elongated man. Hold on a second. second. it just I got said
0: got, immortality. I got hold on. I got some to. Would you like to know his origin story, Mark? No. let me let me let me see if this he said familiar. no <laughs> let's see if this sounds familiar Uh O'Brien started on the wrong side of the law um but is working hard to make up for it in 1941 he was just a low-life gangster shot by a guard at the crawford's chemical works he stumbled into a vat of acid which seeped into his wounds he escaped and ended up at rest haven a spiritual retreat while there he realized that amazing changes in his human form would also allow him to change his ways. He became the hero plastic man. What origin story does that sound like? Fucking Joker, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're basically taking both stretchy people from the DC universe. Do we want to, uh, put them up against, uh, Mr. Reed Richards?
1: No, cause he would win.
0: I don't know if Reed Richards is beaten plastic man.
1: Reed Richards is the smartest brain on the <laughs> planet. He would look at Plastic Man and melt him. I mean, let, he would um, let's stretch go for him into. Oh. He would stretch him into a microwave and melt him.
0: <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to say that Reed Richards doesn't have the intellect. Let's just go. Are we that. really
1: having, that's really a conversation Reed it. Richards?
0: Let's do it. Reed Richards versus Plastic Man.
1: Reed Richards, end kind of
0: conversation. Well, if we're thinking brains... I would say Richard. All right. So Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, the Fantastic Four, number one, November 1961, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby. Just
1: read his abilities.
0: Um, I'm working on it. Team affiliation, Fantastic Four, Avengers, Future Foundation, Defenders, the Illuminati, notable aliases, Invisible Man, Reed Benjamin, Uh, abilities, genius level intellect, extreme superhuman elasticity, malleability, and durability. Resistance to most physical assaults and immunity to electricity. Limited, limited shape-shifting. That's it. That's all I got. Limited shape-shifting. I've never known him to be limited in shape-shifting. So in terms of. I'll give you my pick. I think plastic. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Let me let me just go over this again. Plastic Man does not have the. We all agree on that. Does not have the supreme intellect of Reed Richards. Or I'm not not even gonna. Or elongated man. Right, but he's got superhuman elasticity, plasticity, and malleability and resilience, durability, and agility. (laughs) There's no decline in what he can turn himself into. Regenerative healing factor, shape-shifting, immunity to telepathy. So Reed Richards has the immunity to electricity or whatever, but he's got immunity to telepathy, can't be controlled by anything. Invulnerability and immortality. Plastic Man wins over Reed Richards. I'm sorry, Plastic Man takes it. If it's Battle of the Wits, I think Reed Richards hands down, but I'm almost starting to wonder if Plastic Man could take on Wolverine. I, I... that's a good, that's a good question. I mean, I love me some Reed Richards. I love Reed Richards more than I love Plastic Man, but it doesn't look like he's uh, out. He's not, he's not going to beat him. Question he is. Well, tell
1: me how he has the intellect to beat him, but he's limited in his shape-shifting abilities, but he knows, I mean, he's just, he's a scientist. I mean, he would find some, he, he, he would just outsmart him. He would outsmart him. So couldn't Plastic Man just turn himself into a Bunsen
0: burner or a beaker and put, reach richards in there and suffocate him yeah <laughs> he's like no nah. i i mark i get your frustration and i'm glad we're having this debate because i love reed richards uh and it pains me to say that i just don't think he's gonna beat plastic man i don't, I don't like say he's... if it's
1: don't say if, if, it's, if it's painful
0: <laughs> but it is painful because i love reed richards but i don't think he's beating plastic man we're definitely gonna have to get some other to write into the show and let us know how we got that wrong at least okay so we've got mark with reed richards i'm going plastic man Mar- rob you started this whole thing i i'm gonna have to go plastic man only due to the his his um rejuvenative rejuvenative i'm just making up words left and right tonight rejuvenating powers and he seems to be a much um he's an immortal pretty much well i have to say though uh, it's granted it was 1941 that origin story is weak weak but anyway so was he created after the Joker or before the joke? <laughs> I was actually in the midst of looking that up, and then I got sidetracked because then you change it to Reed Richards, and then Mark had a brain aneurysm. All right, well, uh, it, so it's two to th- two to one, plastic man. And it's been a minute since we've had a fight like that. Uh, let's see. Ooh, just for our fandom trivia here. Looks like Joker just noses out Plastic Man. So Plastic Man, August 41. um, Joker is spring 1940. Uh, Let's see here. The man who would become the crown. The crown. The crown. Jeez. The clown prince of crime was once a petty thief, put on the mask of the Red Hood and acting as a costumed figurehead to thugs bent on robbing the Ace Chemical Plant in Gotham City in that regard. They may have um, been a failed comedian, uh, coerced to crime following the sudden and tragic deaths of his wife and unborn son. Only the Joker knows the truth. Uh, let's see. The Red Hood fell into a vat of toxic chemicals that bleached his skin, bone white. What turned his hair? comic book Green. was it that Batman knew Four that jokes, Joker... Uh, three Jokers. Three Jokers. That's right. Thank you. God. That was such a good ending. Yep. Uh, let's see. The Driven. Utterly insane that Joker fixated upon Batman as his arch nemesis and has broken practically every long Gotham City and beyond. Blah, 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 stuff we all know. They just um, sound very, very close. Looks like DC was just looking for a an easy origin copy. All right, guys. Well, really, really good episode. Love catching up with you guys. Hopefully, uh, everybody can get to a comic store, and uh, I highly recommend The Nice House on the, La- on the Lake. The uh, so, uh, Last House on the Left. Uh, no, The Nice House on the Lake. And also check out Justice League Last Ride. Top favorites for this episode. Um, so until next time make sure you bag your board this is rich this is mark this is rob Um, please like subscribe leave us a comment on you know itunes or spotify or google podcast you know whatever um we'd like to get some emails about uh how we did on the who would win segment you know mark is seething over here he's pouty mcpowderson his world was just turned upside down and potentially ruined with reed richards going down to plastic man so let us know if we got it right or if we got it wrong, uh, Mark would really appreciate some support on this one. If you want some stickers, here's Homebase podcast at gmail. Send us your contact info. We'll, we'll send you some holographic blinding stickers. Appreciate everybody listening to us and we'll catch you next time. Thank you, as always, for listening and supporting this RMR production. You're listening to Heroes Homebase Podcast, episode 45. Well, could you sound any more enthused about that? Ah, shit. I know you're not frozen, Rob. No, he's frozen. <sighs> Mark, and this is where the episode runs out of steam. Did you got the TV on in the background there, Mark?
1: No, it's from the stereo, from somebody's playing music outside. Shut your windows. It's uh, It's too hot for that. Can you really hear it? Sounds like some
0: reggae music, man. The fuck? I don't know. <laughs> get some fucking taste.